Being disliked can be one of the most valuable assets that you have if you never want to live a normal life. You know that it's time to cut out all friends when all they can do is talk about the past. Thank you for tuning into the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show. I'm your host, Isaac, bringing you an authentic perspective into the inner workings of the world. Today's message is one you won't want to miss. So let's get straight into today's episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode on the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate your time. Let's get right into today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about the value of being disliked. Now, sort of an odd name, maybe a little unconventional, but that's for a specific reason. Being disliked can be one of the most valuable assets that you have if you never want to live a normal life. Now, let's unpack this. When somebody doesn't like what you do, when they have an opinion that's against yours, not only does that show you that your way is not only non-conventional, but you're going for something that maybe some other people don't have. And you're also going to learn, as I have learned many, many times, that the more you go for that life, the more people are going to try to pull you back and push you away from it. I want to start today with a little story for you guys. When I was in a period where I decided that I just wanted to get better, that self-improvement was my mojo and I was going to do anything at all costs to make sure that I was better each and every day. I was at this time where, I, again, I was, I was finishing up my, my last years of high school. And you might be thinking, well, high school is a long time ago, but to be quite frank, you know, I was at a point where self-improvement was a very important thing for me. And as I tried this journey, right, I was losing friends left and right. And we were having these conversations. I'm having these conversations with my once called friends, right, my old friends. And we're talking about like, they're like, dude, you, you don't want to do any of these things that we used to do anymore. Like, we don't know what to do with you anymore. Like, you, you don't want to do this. You don't want to do that. What's going on? And I'm like, those things don't interest me anymore. Like, I want to start trying to do this, or I want to try this project, or I want to look into this business and see what we can do. Like, this is the kind of stuff I'm excited about. Like, what do you think? And every time we talked, there was one thing above all else that stood to me, stood out, was the past. Everything that they talked about is what we did last month, last year. Everything that we were talking about was in the past. And in my head, I'm like, why is everything you're talking about in the past? I'm trying to live the future. I'm trying to get here. Why are you trying to stay back over here? And it baffled me for so much, right? I think week after week, how can you not want to go to these places? Don't you want better for your life? And then it clicked to me one day, right? I was walking outside. It was probably early morning. Maybe I was going for a jog. But I was outside. And... I began thinking, I was like, not everybody wants to live in the future. Some people just want to stay in the good old days, right? The golden years. How many people have you heard talk about college as the best years of their lives? Because to me, that's kind of like, really? Like you're 40 years old. There's nothing else that you've done so great since college that you don't remember or look forward to or anything in the future that you don't look forward to. Because that's not the kind of life I want to live. And that's not the life that I'm living. It can't be. 
And so as I begin to realize is that you know that it's time to cut out old friends when all they can do is talk about the past. Because then when they're like, you don't want to do any things that I want to do, it's like, yeah, I know. And you have to move on. And I know it sounds ruthless and trust me. Because for me, it sometimes sucked. And I, sometimes I was terrible at it too at the beginning. I don't know how to cut a friend out. Like they're the people that you're, you grew up with. Like they know you. But eventually it became easier because I just knew that if I want to get to a certain place, every tie, every rubber band back to where I was were people that weren't willing to change. And instead of trying to go somewhere and have them pull me back with all this tension, I just decided to cut the rubber band. I decided to cut those ties. Why? Because I cannot force anybody to live a life that they don't want to live. I cannot help people that don't want to be helped. It's a sad reality, but it's a reality I accepted because I can't be held back just because they don't want to go to those places with me. It's like what they teach in Lifeguard 101. If you go to save someone and they don't want to be saved, only one person is drowning. And every time someone goes through that class, they're like, wow, like that kind of sounds harsh, but it's the truth. You, you don't want two people to drown when only one of them has to. So... When I look at relationships, right, when I look at this value of being disliked, and you might also be asking, what's, the, what's this have to do with being disliked? When you choose to ride in your own lane, right, the authentic lane, when I chose to run in my authentic lane, I started to realize, like, hey, the more I want to be who I am, the more people have something to say about it, the more they have an opinion to be like, yo, like, you don't do anything you used to do, like, you don't talk to us like that anymore. Like you've changed. I'm like, yeah, I have changed. I'm not the same person. But the one thing that really stuck out to me is how much I liked the feeling. I liked being the guy that wasn't understood. I liked being the person that they hated, that they saw smiling, that they saw going after what he wanted. And that even though they weren't, we weren't friends anymore, even though they weren't a part of my life, they saw me winning. And I loved it. And Recently, if you haven't heard of this guy, Chris Williamson hosts the podcast Modern Wisdom. Fantastic interviewer. Absolutely great. Another guy, Alex Ramosi. Most of you have heard of him, most likely. Great entrepreneur. They were doing a podcast interview together, and I'm listening to it. I think it was the most recent one, like 23 controversial tweets, something of the card. And one of the things they talked about was Hormozzi's idea that I think he got from someone else, but he was talking about it, of revenge. And he said, and I'm probably going to butcher this, but I do want to say this. Success is the only revenge. It's not the best revenge. It's the only revenge. Become so big that you cast a big, a, such a big shadow that they all fall into irrelevancy, that you don't even think about them. And I got to thinking, I was like, wow, that's, that's great. Because one thing that I know for myself is I view it the same way. I know that all I have to do is just continue winning. Because even if that weren't the case, I know that if all I did was try to prove them wrong, I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it for them. And then when I go to present them, they're going to laugh and they're going to be like, wow, really? You did all that to prove me wrong all this time? And you'll never win that way. I thought about it at times, but I never did it because I understood that. I had to learn about it, sure. But I understood at the end of the day, you got to do it for you. 
the value of being disliked shows you that authenticity is controversial in and of itself. And if you're willing to be a free thinker for yourself and do your own things, there are people that are going to hate you for it. But no matter if you love me, no matter if you hate me, I will win. Because my move, my only move, is to rise. And anybody else that wants to rise with me, they can rise with me. But if they don't, then they just sink away. Not by my actions or what I see them as, but by their lack of connection to me. Because if they're not going up where I'm going, they're falling back down. And it's not my job to carry the boats that don't want to be carrying the passengers, right? If you're not on the boat and I take the boat away, everyone has their chance. And so the value of being disliked teaches you these lessons. It taught me these lessons of the value of understanding who's with you, the value of understanding that just because they've been with you a long time doesn't mean they have to stay there. The value of the less rubber bands you have holding you back to where you were, the easier it is to continue moving forward in the way you want to move. And the last is knowing what kind of relationships you need to prioritize, the people that are willing to change and grow with you over people that are always going to stay the same. And these are the truths that you have to figure out for yourself. And for me, figuring these out was took years and years and years of my life. It took broken friendships and relationships to understand incompatibility, to understand that things weren't going to work out. And they might have been that way from the beginning, but I learned a lesson nonetheless. The friction that I had between people that I cared about and how I felt taught me these lessons, gave me that experience. And as I look in this forward lens, I know that the people that I bring into my lives have to meet a certain criteria. Otherwise, they don't come into my lives. And I have to be so ruthless with it because I owe it not only to myself, but the people that I'm doing this for. My family, my audience, my friends, my community. They're people that are counting on me now. And if I'm not even going to do it for myself, I at least do it for them. I know I have to at least do it for them. And that's why I'm able to do things with the speed and quickness that I do. Because I don't lie to myself. Because I tell myself how things are. If a person isn't good for me, they're not good for me. There's no debate. There's no try to make it work. If things don't work, if they don't fit in my life, they're gone. Because in order for me to try to go in the places that I want to go, I have to be this way. And now I ask you, what do you have to be like in order to get to where you want to go? Because if you're not where you want to be, I guarantee you're not doing the things that you need to be doing to get there. That's the question. Now, what are you going to do about it? Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate your time. As always, Veni, Vidi, Vici, I came, I saw, I called. We hope you enjoyed this episode on the Isaac Velez Gonzalez show, and we appreciate it if you would leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share this episode. We are grateful for your support, and if you are serious about improving your life, check out our coaching at www.isaacvelezgonzalez.com. Until next time, that's all for today's episode.